0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Leadership Locker. My name is Rich Cardona. And on this podcast, we dig through the lessons of today's most exceptional leaders to help you break through your barriers. If you're trying to progress your career, if you are trying to accelerate your entrepreneurial journey, which I know you all are, if you're looking to have a smoother transition out of the military because it is incredibly difficult, then you're in the right place. My guests and I are gonna give you the tools and the resources to accelerate your curve, help you surge and just crush it. So here we go. Heather, thank you so much for being here. You got a big event tomorrow. So Hypergrowth tomorrow, yeah. are you excited about that? I
1: am excited. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yes, and I've been listening to the podcast, so I'm super pumped about how it's going. And I will see you there tomorrow. And I use your code, by the way. Excellent. And I was like, boom. i was like, on a windy road in Virginia, I'm like, pull over, boom. and I was Right, because like, you
1: didn't know how, I didn't know how many there were. So I was like, use it, please use 100%. it. hundred
0: percent. So very excited about it. For everyone who doesn't know who Heather is, I'm going to do the briefest of brief. And you could, you could caveat it however right. you'd like. But one thing I always, I've learned, like when I interviewed Beth Comstock, sometimes even when I mention Gary Vee, people are like, who? So you can never assume everyone knows. No. But you are someone who rose in the corporate ranks in radio. Yes. You are a polished public speaker. Thank you. Are you are a successful author. Yeah. You have a ridiculous podcast right now. Thank you. Your life is just opening up. And you were just talking about, before we even started, how you had so many sleepless nights after you got fired. And we're going to get into that. But you are operating on so many high levels and you're an example for a lot of people out there, not just a female audience, but even someone like me when you talk about creating confidence in in your book. So if someone were just to meet you on the street, what would you say about yourself if you're going to introduce yourself?
1: If I was introducing myself? I would say I'm Heather Monahan. I'm the most real deal girl (laughs) that you're going to meet. I'm crazy competitive. I'm a super overachiever. I have sick energy, and I am obsessed with my 12-year-old son. He's the most amazing guy in the world, and I'm super excited that I pursue my passion and live my purpose every day.
0: And that's exactly why we're talking. So it's my goal to make sure that I tap into audiences for the military that are not people who've been in the military and made it, right? Like, let's talk to someone who maybe is one-off because you have a sibling in the military, right? Or let me talk to Claude Silver over at Vayner and she could talk to me about toxic relationships and like, let's just talk about all these different things and let's hear it from an outside perspective, people who haven't served, who are going to give it to you straight up. So I talked to you a little bit right before we started rolling about what I'd like to talk about. And the first thing, and I'm sure you're not surprised, is that it's hard to be a woman in the military these days.
1: (laughs) I am not surprised.
0: (laughs) So no matter what, there's so many different factors that affect, and I'm not even going to pretend to understand. All I know is I'm married to someone who served in the Army, and I know what it's like for her, and some of the stories are horrific, and, and I know. But let's fast forward to the time where it's transition time. You're already losing your tribe. You may have been respected. You may have achieved rank. You may have had the stability. You may have had success. And now you're coming out and you're dealing with a whole new level of nonsense, a level of nonsense that you were able to get pretty much to the tippy top before something came crashing down. And it was a decision that you made. But if you're someone in that position who's literally entering a new chapter in their lives, what would you say to some of the female transitioning service members to expect and how to approach that new life in order to have confidence? The first
1: thing is just think bigger no matter what you're thinking right now instead of focusing on oh gosh what if this goes wrong or what if this happens or that happens and I'm living example of this and I've learned from doing it the wrong way so please believe me (laughs) think bigger think so much bigger than you're thinking right now you know and if you're thinking oh I'm going to go work for such and such company why don't you go run that company why don't you leverage your expertise why don't you start your own company why don't you figure out what your passion your purpose your drive really is your true superpower and start going backwards how can we create a business around that what business aligns with me in this way this new phase is going to be phenomenal and you're gonna create it that way if you get your mind right and start believing it and putting it out to the universe and write down what is it that you're going to achieve and put it out there and watch how things you might not see that whole path or that clear vision today that's okay I certainly didn't know that I would be sitting here today right now one year ago I had No idea. My book had just come out. I didn't even know speaking was a business. It's my number one revenue driver now for me, for my company. So much has changed in one year, but I did put out there that I was going to create confidence in my life and create confidence in others and I was going to share my low moments and be who I really am and step into my power, whatever that means. I didn't know. And over time, you start seeing dots connect and realizing there could be an opportunity here. And maybe you go to one company and do one thing, but you stay open-minded to what is bigger and next for you. And you allow things to unfold instead of saying, I'm gonna live in this box, in this lane, because I, this is what I've been told to do. And I used to be that way, you know. Heather, be in sales and be in sales leadership because that's all you can do, that's what you're good at. And I believed that for a really long time. And now I'm an author, and now I'm a speaker, and now I'm a podcast host. That's shocking to me still today because I was believing what other people were telling me. So I guess stop listening to what everyone else is telling you. Start listening to yourself and just think bigger about where you had the potential to go.
0: I love it. Now, when you're getting out or if you're just starting out and you have this ambition now, I've listened to the leadership blogger, Heather said to do this, I'm doing it what happens when you feel like people aren't taking you seriously
1: that's motivation i am always constantly underestimated and i used to underestimate myself and i guess that's the biggest pivotal moment is make sure it's not you underestimating you because you're in charge of that and even if you have to fake it at first start convincing yourself saying it to yourself that you can do bigger you can do more until it starts sinking in with frequency remind yourself and you will sell yourself on it it will become real I promise. And when you do that, love when people underestimate me. Excellent, this is my face, my go-to game face. Let's bring it. Because what will happen is if someone says to me, I'm making it up. I'm going to the run-through right now. And what if someone says to me, you know, Heather, tomorrow you better bring your A-game because we don't want you letting us down. Oh, I will say, oh, listen, <laughs> you just had me take it up another notch. Wait till you see what I do. This is how crazy I am. I would go back to my room and think of what can I do to really have a wow moment, and it would just it would fuel me to take it even further than rapping Drake or whatever crazy <laughs> stuff I might do.
0: So you mentioned stay in sales you're in sales leadership, and maybe you are super performing well, but you're like, you know, I have potential in other areas, How do you have that initial conversation where maybe you've made a successful transition, you're excelling a little bit, you're generating revenue, whatever it may be, and you're ready for a little bit of a shift? Everyone, including myself, hates those moments. So what do you do when you realize that the value you could bring is a little bit more, but no one has really explicitly showed you that they're willing to take you on another journey? How do you approach that And how careful do you have to be, I guess, is my question.
1: Yeah, so I have personal experience with this. Three years ago, I launched a personal brand while I was a chief revenue officer of a publicly traded company. The company hated it. And there was no malicious intent on my end. I wanted to do something good. And I also wanted to start investing in myself. For so long, I invested in other people's companies and made shareholders' money. And I thought, you know what, if I'm gonna spend money, why don't I spend it on me and something that you know, I can feel proud of and good about that is my entity. So there was never any malintent. However, they felt threatened. Certain people, the company felt threatened. And I was told to shut it down. And I stood my ground and I said no. Now I knew there was a very good chance that that could cause problems for me moving forward. I'd been at the same company for 14 years, but part of me thought I knew the value that I brought to the table and I thought, no matter how annoyed they might be, they'll understand over time this was something that I was doing that's positive, and they're gonna move on because they don't want me to not be on the team. <laughs> it was a team that Heather built. So part of me was really grounded in my own value in that role, and I knew I was good at it. So I didn't think it would cause future complications. However, over the next year, it accelerated and became horrible, and the general counsel got involved, and I had to contact a lawyer, and it became a real mess. In the end, you know, I ended up getting fired. so. I'm probably not the right person to ask about this, but actually I really am. I guess the the point is, lean into what your truth is and stand up for you, because here's the thing, if you're at a company that doesn't support you investing in yourself, you're in the wrong company.
0: 100%.
1: So what happened was, and I didn't know it that day, I was moving away from toxic people when I left that company. They thought they fired me, I fired that woman. And when I fired that villain from my life, things just began to take off and things started happening so much easier and seamlessly and it never was that way. When I was working there, it was, everything was difficult and hard. And I'd find ways to make it work, but it wasn't flowing the way that my life is now, my business is now. And as you move away from negative people and create that space, you can allow positive people to start showing up. And that's what's happened for me. And that is what will happen for other people. So instead of living in so much fear of that next paycheck, which I'm a single mother, I live in fear of that too. And that's what held me in that bad environment for so long. I allowed it to hold me. I couldn't see beyond that day where I was. I couldn't see beyond that paycheck. And what I found was taking that leap and going out there, I didn't need to see everything ahead of it because it would just arrive. It would show up if I just had that faith and kept moving forward in myself. That
0: is stupidly accurate <laughs> because I told you about me right before we started. and and. I had faith and I'm just like, fuck it, like it will work out. There is something to say, not about desperation, but about super hyperactivity and disciplined intent with what you want to do and the direction you want your life to take. And I think it's truly, I know it's so cliche, but it's really contagious to people. And that's when people start opening up the doors for you. You mentioned you were out of place for 14 years. Yes. Okay. I am Captain Cardona. I'm getting out. I go and work for a place. I'm like, I really wanna work for this big brand company. This is gonna look so good on my resume. I need to make sure I kind of start pushing the military down a little bit so people take me seriously. However, I'm six months in, this sucks. I don't like it, it's not what I want. I need to taste more flavors of ice cream to realize what I like. Talk to me about job jumping, how that is a huge fear for us. What is your perspective on that? And just giving yourself the opportunity to really find out what it is that you want to do.
1: There's no such thing as job jumping anymore. Okay, that's a very antiquated way to look at business. And I'm 45 and so of course I'm attached to it too because I grew up like that. Here's the news flash, it doesn't exist anymore, right? So we're in this land of millennials and they change jobs every few months and a resume is peppered with various businesses. And that's the norm because hiring managers see it so frequently. That is the norm. What is wrong today staying at a company for 14 years like I did, right? I became used to being treated badly, used to working in a toxic environment, used to having unrealistic expectations. That was the new norm for me. I wasn't growing and getting better and innovating and seeing new things and experiencing new people and new things. I was stuck in a place that wasn't growing, evolving and getting better. I've learned more in the last two years going to work for myself than I did in the last 14 working in that company. That's upsetting. So please listen from my experience. The opportunities are out there. It's on you to get out and jump for them, go for them. But if you're not happy somewhere, six months or six weeks, take that move. And then it's all about that conversation you have with that next hiring manager. And it can be, Jim, i better to be honest with you. You were only there six weeks. right? And obviously that was not ideal. Let me talk to you a little bit about why I made that move. Number one, I wasn't being treated properly. You know, I had been sold on false expectations that didn't come to fruition. Whatever it is, you're honest with people. And they'll respect your integrity. And if they don't, that's not the right place for you to work either. Somebody I, will.
0: So you said you felt stuck, and I resonate with that too. I'm like, okay, I didn't realize I trapped myself in a, this kind of negative thing. And my, I never saw my daughter. I wasn't seeing my wife. Our relationship was shit. I mean, it was just, it was just a mess. And I didn't realize until afterwards that, you know, I kind of did that to myself. Sure. You can't really blame anyone, right? Like, no. the responsibility is on you. So, that being said, what are some of the red flags for people that can make them realize, like, maybe I'm sticking this out for the wrong reason, or maybe this isn't the place. What are some of the instinctual things or intangibles that we could kind of pick up on to know maybe it's time to move on and maybe I don't need to give it another month. Maybe I don't need to give it another six months. I need to just move.
1: Well, the best way to kind of chart that evolution is through journaling because you're, you're most honest when you're alone with yourself, right? Sometimes we allow, I don't want you to think less of me. So I'm not going to really share what's happening, right? We might hold back information from certain people. So journaling was a great indicator for me. And and when I go back to my journals, I started seeing, I was unhappy for a Long time at work, and you might try to fool yourself. I went, well, I'm, sh-, you know, gosh, it's just gotten bad lately. Really, you start looking. Oh, no, oh, heck, no! It's not just this year. It's the past five years, or whatever it is. So, journaling's been really helpful and self-awareness to really look at your situation. But the other thing is that you know that old question: What would I do if money wasn't a factor? If you're not going to stay there, if, if your answer is not, you know, oh, I'm, I'd be right here where I am. Then you need to take action and do something. It's that simple, right? And it doesn't mean people get scared when they hear that, okay. Everyone take a deep breath. Maybe it's updating your LinkedIn profile. Maybe it's getting some reviews and recommendations of your work so you can start publishing and promoting yourself in a different way. Maybe it's you starting conversations in your inner circle about some of the things you're passionate about and see where do those conversations take you. Maybe it's asking for help in your network. There are so many steps that you can take. If the important thing is just take one step. If your answer is you would not stay at that company if money wasn't a factor, it's time to go.
0: I think to kind of compliment what you were saying is money is a driver, but it's not ever what's really going to make you happy. Right, I don't think. So last thing I want to ask you is you think big. You're telling everyone to think big, tap into your superpowers. What is on target for you in the next... Year? Oh my gosh, so many things. So many things.
1: So you know, my thinking big is I. My book needs to be a movie, and I've been chasing Reese Witherspoon now for a year, and so many amazing <laughs> things have been happening, and oh I'm getting God. really close. And Maria Menunos gave her my book wow. and told her she had to read it, and then I just had someone on my show the other day who's really good friends with her husband, and she told me she's going to speak to them about me. So I'm closing in. I'm I'm going to get there. You know, that's definitely something that I put out there that I truly believe is going to happen my second book i wrote my second book and now i'm shopping the book proposal to publishing houses so that's going to be coming that's coming down the pipeline What's that?
0: well if you want to share What's that one going to be about? So
1: my first book is really a compilation of my lowest moments and the stories through my life of getting to that point where I got fired, right? So this is really what's happened since then. You know, how did I get to where I am today? What's happened since that day I got fired? And how can I create further confidence and the reader and and listeners create further confidence and more success in their life from those stories and those lessons? I love
0: it. It just makes me laugh when you're like, a compilation of my lowest moments. That sounds crazy to some people, but it is the. (laughs) most liberating self-development tool. And like, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And now you're on the other side and now you get to write about that. And I really hope the movie works out. So, if people want to find you, where can they go online to find you and follow you and support your book and everything else?
1: So my website is HeatherMonahan.com. Okay. All my social handles um, everywhere is at Heather Monahan And my book is Confidence Creator. It's on Amazon, Audible, hardback, soft, everything, it's everything, Kindle. And then my show is Creating Confidence on Apple Podcasts.
0: It's fantastic. So please take a listen to that. Enjoy it and rate it, review it, all that good stuff. And thank you so much for being on.
1: Thanks for meeting me today. I appreciate uh, it.
0: Take care. Thank you for listening to The Leadership Locker. For more about us, how we can serve you, and for other episodes, please visit richcardonamedia.com backslash podcast. If you liked this episode a lot or little, please don't forget to subscribe so that way my guests and I can continue to deliver some heat and get you the knowledge that you want. Don't miss an episode. Please join our Facebook group so you get much more exclusive content. Take care.